thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. Yeah. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not try to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. Welcome. We're so glad you're joining us today for Jesus the Healer. We have been having such a good time over that, especially with this. The last couple of episodes, we've been on a, a on a on a certain series called Wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. And my, 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 it helps us to know um, how to receive of that wisdom and what that wisdom will accomplish for us. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. We've been looking as our golden text at Proverbs chapter four and verse six, and we've been reading out of the Amplified Classic Translation. So go with us if you would in your Bible and listen, expect to hear answers for your life. Amen. Amen. Proverbs chapter four, verse six says this, forsake not wisdom. Look at what will happen. And she will keep, defend, yes. and protect you. Yes. Love her and she will guard you. Amen. Verse 7 says the beginning of wisdom is get wisdom. Yeah. What's that mean? It, matter, it matters to us that we are in a, we put ourselves available to hear wisdom. Yes. That we put ourselves in settings mm-hmm. where wisdom can be heard where wisdom can be received. And then verse eight says, prize wisdom highly. Look at this, highly. Highly. And exalt her and she will exalt and promote you. Now look at this. When wisdom is working for you, you don't have to work for yourself in the sense of trying to get yourself promoted. Let wisdom promote you. So when you follow wisdom, you don't go lower, you go higher. That's good, that's good. So it says, prize wisdom highly and exalt her and she will exalt and promote you. She will bring you to honor when you embrace her. So notice this, how we respond to wisdom determines how far wisdom can take us and what wisdom can do for us. People will say, well, I'm believing God to protect my family, keep my family. Well, this is one way he does that, that when we walk in wisdom, then God is able to keep us. When we don't walk in his wisdom, then we get into difficulties that could have been bypassed. Yeah. And so we have to realize this, that many times in life we have to come, we have to face decisions that need to be made. And at those times, sometimes the enemy will try to make you afraid, fear of missing it, fear of going the wrong direction, fear of making the wrong decision. And uh, I remember something that I said to God the day my husband went home to be with the Lord. I said, because I knew this, I was, as the pastor of the church, he said to me, he said, you're, you're head over that arm of ministry. Mm-hmm. But he was head over the entire ministry. Mm-hmm. The church was just simply one arm. Yeah. 
of our ministry because he traveled and we produced, um, you know, teaching materials, books and things. And there were other aspects of the ministry that he took a direct lead over. And so just the local church was, so to speak, assigned to me. Um, but he was head over the entire ministry and he did much business. I didn't have to do much of the business. And so I knew the day he went home to be with the Lord that I would get a, a quick, a quick course in, in all kinds of business aspects that I hadn't been involved before. And I said, I said to God that day, I said, God, I said, um, this is new to me, but it's not to you. And I said, um, I, I purpose that I, I will not let fear color the way I lead. Fear will have no place in the way I lead. Meaning I won't, I won't hold back in fear, afraid of missing it. Because I said, you can't help fear. You can't move and work where there's fear. So I said, once I sense, and once I have peace about something in my spirit, now this is where we can miss it too, is we can say, well, I'm not going to do anything until I hear God say something. But sometimes just the peace mm -hmm. yeah. that you have is the wisdom of God to move ahead. You have peace about it, do it. You don't have peace about it, don't do it. There you go. People are waiting to hear a voice. They're waiting many times for something spectacular. But the leading of the Spirit can just also, uh, you shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. So when you're following peace, you're following the leading of the Spirit. So I said, if I have peace in my spirit, now sometimes you can have peace in your spirit about something, but your mind be in turmoil. Oh, yes. Don't worry about that. Amen. We're not led by the mind. We're led by, the, by our spirits. Yeah. So I said to God that day, I said, if I have peace about doing something, I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. yes. If I don't have peace, I'm not doing it. And I said, if I miss you, if I miss it, I expect you to bail me out. Amen. I said, I, I, I understand that your job is my parent. That's your job. Because I remember when my kids were little and we would go into a store that was full of breakables. And I don't know if they have it so much now, but in the stores used to that I would go in more privately owned stores, um, they would have a sign, you break it, you buy it. There were times I had to buy something that was broken. <laughs> I wasn't buying it because I chose it. I was covering for my kids who broke something. And I said, God, I'm not trying to break something, but if I break it, I expect you to cover for me. So I said, I, I, I covenant with you that I will not hold back or stand back in fear. If I have peace about moving forward, I'm moving forward. I would rather miss it moving forward than miss it holding back in fear. Yes. Yes. Now get me, I'd rather not miss it at all. That's yes. right. That's right. Yes. But I'm just saying, uh, at least I want to be moving yes. instead of being crippled by fear yes. to where I don't even move ahead. Amen. And so I said, God, I said, I'm expecting you to cover for me. Mm -hmm. Listen, um, the leading of God isn't frail. The Holy Ghost isn't fragile. Amen. 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 That um, when our heart is right, sometimes with our heads, we may make mistakes. Sure. But just know this, that 
He's always there to help us out of a situation. And you might find yourself in a situation that lack of wisdom puts you in. We've all done it. Yes. We've all gotten out of what wisdom would have said to do. Yes. What is, when we talk about wisdom, we're talking about the wisdom of the word. Yes. We're talking about the thoughts of God is the wisdom of God. Maybe we didn't take time to hear his wisdom before we moved ahead. Uh-huh. We moved outside of wisdom. Uh, maybe we, the spirit of God said something to us, but we put a wrong interpretation on it. Yeah and moved ahead and thought we were obeying the spirit, but we were really obeying our interpretation. You know? Uh, and so I said, I expect that even if I miss it, your wisdom will get me out of any place where I miss it. Yes. Amen. Amen. Yes. So don't be afraid in life of saying when you're faced with a decision, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. You're playing into the role of fear. In your own natural reasoning or human understanding, you may not know what to do, but the greater one in you knows exactly what to do. So you have to receive the wisdom of God by faith. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is expect him to make known to you the wisdom Mm -hmm. for every decision you have to make. Expect that. Amen. 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 And, um, because you have responsibilities with the plan of God for your life, you have to make decisions, mm-hmm. but he's not left you to make them alone. That's right. Amen. Yeah. You know, That's right. you, you think about Adam and Eve when God's the one who put them in the garden. Mm-hmm. And what did God tell Adam? He said, tend this garden, yes. keep it, protect it, mm-hmm. Ca- cause, cause it to multiply. Right. You multiply. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things is that after he gave them authority in that garden of keeping it, dressing it, he didn't just run off and leave them to hope you manage. Every day he came down and fellowshiped with them. Yes, for the purpose of fellowship, but yes, so that they would learn his mind on how to keep that garden, how to dress that garden, that he didn't leave it up to them to figure it out. He came in that place of fellowship and wisdom was imparted to them Amen. of how to occupy, mm-hmm. how to be an authority. Did they miss it? Yes, they ended up missing it. But what I'm trying to say to you is this, is it wasn't because God withheld that they missed it. God came down and spent time with fellowship with them so that they wouldn't miss it. I want you to know that God still is... He's made himself completely available so you don't have to miss it. I don't have to miss it. We don't have to miss it. Amen. Amen. So don't get faced with a situation, a circumstance, and and start playing into the fear role of, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Talk about who's in your garden. The greater one is on the inside of me, and he's there to fellowship with me and make known to me his mind, his thoughts. Not only that, I've got his word to pick up the wisdom of God anytime I need it and to feed that wisdom into my spirit, to feed that wisdom into my thought life. 
that I can partake of his wisdom. Yes. Amen. 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 So don't ever get into the trap of fear that says, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And then you get into an anxious panic state and that opens the door to fear. Right. No, just, just remember who's in you. Wisdom yes. is in you. Yes. Christ has yes. been made unto us wisdom. Yes. The wisdom of God is in us. All we need to do is take time to hear it. Amen. So instead of saying, I don't know what to do, say wisdom is in me and I, I, I'll know exactly what I need to do. Amen. Hallelujah. And then two, wisdom grows. Wisdom grows. Um, you know, just as, as a child, there's a certain amount of wisdom your parents were able, was able, they were able to put in you. Right? Right, right? Just of how to function life daily. When you go across the street, look left, look right, right. <laughs> you yeah. know, but wisdom grows. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. the wisdom we have is not enough. Right. Yes. So what do we do? Expect God to bring us into further wisdom. Yes. Yes. He will. But if I could say this, uh, at least act on the wisdom you do have. I said, at least act on the wisdom you do have and don't hold back in fear, uh, afraid to make a step. Amen. So you say, well, I don't, I don't have, I, I just don't know what to do. Just act on the wisdom you do have and God will meet your movement of wisdom. What will he meet it with? His wisdom. And he'll bring you into further knowing. Amen. Um, and we were saying this on previous episodes. We invite you to go back and watch them if you haven't. But we were saying this, that if you don't sense God leading you in any particular direction concerning a decision you're to make, then what would wisdom do? Yeah. Just go by what wisdom would do. Because if he hasn't told you anything different, evidently the wisdom you have is enough. Now listen to that. If he hasn't given you further wisdom, then evidently what the wisdom you do have is enough. Just act on what you do know. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Um, another thing we've been looking at, Romans 10 verse 17. It says, then you know this verse, so then faith cometh by hearing. Not just hearing anything, but the next phrase tells us what kind of hearing. And hearing by the word of God. So faith comes by hearing the word of God. What is the word of God? The word of God is the wisdom of God. Faith comes by hearing wisdom. And many times if people are struggling in their faith, are they lacking hearing? the wisdom of God for their situation. Amen. Amen. The Holy Spirit will lead you into what it is you may be missing or overlooking. Amen. The Spirit of God will lead you in what verses to stand on for your need. Absolutely. I remember years and years ago, I um, was faced with a particular test and um, every day I would just turn toward the Holy Ghost in me because that was the only place I found peace. And I, I, if I got in that mental arena, I'd sense the troubling. But if I turned toward my spirit, I'd sense the peace. So I would turn toward my spirit and the Holy Spirit would bring a thought or remind me of a scripture and I would write it down. And all day long, that would be my meditation. All day long. All day long. That I'd get up the next day and I would go back to the previous day's meditation and it seemed like almost a dead thing to me. Mm -hmm. 
Why? Because he had a fresh something for that day. And every day he would give me something new. And I would hold to that all day long. And then the next day, new hearing, fresh hearing. Why? Because his mercies are new every day. Every morning we come into new mercies. And so I would hear my mercy that day. What he was saying to me, how he was leading me. And I would write it down. And at the end of a time, months of doing this, um, and I got on the other side of that test just by hearing. Why? Because faith came by hearing what he was saying to me every day. My faith wasn't dry and hard. It was a flow when I heard what he said to me. But um, then several years went by and I remember I, I was in a certain location and God said to me, I want you to write a book. I'd never thought about writing a book, but it's my first book called Daily Healing Bread from God's Table. And he told me, take those things I said to you during that test and turn it into a book. Not all of them are in there, but some of the things, 60 things that he said to me during those days. And I had no idea that my rescue would become someone else's rescue. Hearing what the Spirit of God will say to you will help you help someone else who needs to hear. Amen. Why? Because faith comes when you hear. Faith comes when you hear. Um, I want us to go to James chapter 1. James chapter 1 and verse 5. And I'm going to read out the Amplified Translation, Amplified Classic Translation. And James is writing, James chapter 1, verse 5 says, If any of you is deficient in wisdom. Now notice this. He says deficient in wisdom. It doesn't mean you don't have any. You just might not have far enough wisdom. You need further wisdom. If any of you is deficient in wisdom, look at this, let him ask. Ah, how simple. Let him ask. Don't let him get in fear. You don't have to, you don't have to go to 14 people. If you're deficient or if you're behind or you lack some wisdom concerning anything, let him ask. And I love this wording, he says, of the giving God. God is a giving God. Everything good he gives. Of a giving God who gives to everyone Now, the next phrase is telling us how he gives, liberally. This is how he gives, liberally and ungrudgingly, without reproaching or fault finding, Mm -hmm. and it will be given him. Listen to the certainty that it will will. be given him. Not maybe, not hope for, it will will. be given. Amen. Amen. Uh, So when you're at a point of need, say, Father, you're a giving God. And I'm a receiving child. (laughs) Amen. And you give to me liberally. Meaning we won't have to wrench it out his hands. We don't have to coerce him into giving his wisdom that he knows about our situation. Look at this. And a grudge, he won't have a bad attitude about you coming again for more wisdom. He delights to impart the wisdom, give the wisdom. Look at this, without reproaching or fault finding, you're not going to get a lecture at the end of his finger. I told you, I told you so. There's none of that. So if he's, if he's going to give liberally, we ought to come freely. Not with a, a sense of guardedness. 
ashamed that we're in a difficult place maybe that we put ourselves in. So verse six goes on and says, only it must be in faith that he asks with no wavering, no hesitating, no doubting. Look at this. I love the phrase again in verse five, it will be given him. Amen. So that's why we never say, I don't know what to do. Why? Because I do know what to do. I go to God. If I'm faced with a decision that naturally I don't have the answer for, I still know what to do. What do I do? I go to God and I ask him and he will give to me. So I know, I do know what to do. Amen. I do know what to do. Now, how will it be given? Well, it says he'll give liberally and ungrudgingly without reproaching or fault finding, but what avenues will it be given? Well, number one is we feed and meditate on his word. Now, if we're not going to give any thought to his word, we're not giving, we're not giving his wisdom a place to find a landing pad. Meaning this, we have to give, we have to give entrance to that wisdom. As we meditate on the word and think on the word, he starts unveiling it and unfolding it to us in his wisdom as we meditate on it. But if we're not even going to give any thought to the word, we're going to neglect the wisdom he has for us. So number one, if you need wisdom, feed on the word and meditate on it. That means, uh, if I could say, roll it around on the inside of you, think deeply into it, speak it to yourself. Uh, not only that, as you feed on the word, what about as you hear a sermon, get to church, hear your pastor, because many times in his sermon, out will come the answer for your situation. Get to church, hear your pastor. And people say, I don't have a pastor. That's a problem. Everyone needs a pastor. Sheep need a shepherd. Amen. God will lead you to where you need to have a pastor. Why? Because many times there are things that God will only say to you through your pastor. And many times the wisdom we, we need, we hear as we sit under our pastor. Amen. What about teaching materials? Reading a book, a, a, a good book that opens the word up to you. Uh, maybe a sermon that you hear online or some kind of other device you hear. What about this? The spirit will speak to you. So there's these ways you have to put yourself in position to hear all these when you need to take, when you need to receive of wisdom. Amen. Uh, when I say that number one, we need to be feeding and meditating on the word to meditate on the word is also to talk to God about his word. You have a conversation with God about his word. He delights to talk to you about it. He'll unfold it to you. Amen. And as you feed on the word, have a listening ear, have your ear turned toward him. And as I said, though, other times the wisdom of God can come by the spirit of God speaking something to you. Now, to become more sensitive to what the spirit of God may say to you, take time to speak in other tongues. As you take time to speak in other tongues, it makes your spirit more sensitive to the Holy Spirit. And if people say, well, I don't really, I'm not really perceiving of what the Holy Spirit would say, then take more time to speak in other tongues. Because the more you give place to the utterances that he gives, the more sensitive you become to him. And you'll begin to recognize what he's saying to you. Now, let me talk about, um, because the spirit of God is the one who, he knows the mind of God. He will unfold the wisdom of God to you. Let me tell you Real quickly, um, 
a certain situation I was faced with. We needed to, after my husband went home to be with the Lord, we needed to finish one of the buildings that was on our property here at the, at the ministry. We needed $400,000 to complete the building. And there was a hard timeline that was put on that project by an outside entity. And they demanded that I give them an answer by the next day, where are you getting $400,000 to finish that building? Well, praise the Lord, I looked in my purse. I didn't, I didn't see that down there. And they said, by tomorrow, we need to know where you're getting that money. So I, um, I was on the road preaching, ministering in a different church. And I came in from the service that night and I got ready for bed and I go, oh, that's right. They want to know where I'm getting $400,000 tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> and I said to God, I said, God, none of this catches you off guard. You already have a supply. Yes. You already have a supply. I want to quote to you real quick. Hebrews chapter four, verse three. This is the amplified classic. This is the last phrase of the third verse. It says that although God's works have been completed and prepared and waiting for all who would believe from the foundation of the world. Notice this, before the foundation of the world, God already, he already completed and prepared my answer and it's waiting for my faith to show up. So I said, God, I don't know where that 400,000 is, but you've already completed it and prepared it. All I need to do is hear your wisdom on it. I need to hear what you know about it. So I just, I just laid on my bed and for about 10 minutes, all I did was take time to speak in other tongues. And I said, Holy Spirit, you know the mind of God and you will bring me into what he knows about that money. Amen. So I said, all I'm going to do is lay here. I'm not going to lay here in fear. I'm not going to lay here and try to figure it out. I'm going to lay here and listen to the wisdom of God for my situation. Where is what, what step do I take toward that $400,000? So I just prayed in other tongues for about 10 minutes. And by praying in other tongues, all of a sudden up came the wisdom of God. Why? Because when I'm fellowshipping with the Holy Ghost, he knows the mind of God and he's imparting that wisdom to me. When he imparted that wisdom, it's like a bubble. That's all I know how to say it. It's like it floated up and enlightened my mind. And he told me exactly what to do. I did it. It was it was uh, unconventional and it worked. Amen. The wisdom of God, yes. it belongs to you. Right. Amen. Right. You can take time to pray in other tongues. I didn't figure it out. I prayed it out. Yes. Praying out the yes. wisdom of God. Amen. Well, the reason we're able to come to you today is for one reason, Kenneth Copeland and the partners of Kenneth Copeland Ministries sow this airtime to me and all the programmers on this channel. It's a huge gift. Yeah. I'm a partner. Our ministry is a partner mm -hmm. with Kenneth Copeland Ministries. If you value this word, we ask you to sow into mm -hmm. Kenneth Copeland Ministries that keeps us on the air. And so you can go to kcm.org and sign up to become a partner. If you're not already a partner, pray about becoming a partner and sign up today. It'd be a great blessing to many. Amen. And until next time, remember this, Jesus is the healer. God bless you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org.
we will never receive from God beyond the measure of our response. In this book by Nancy Dufresne, she instructs us how to properly respond to God and the moving of His Spirit. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. Jesus called healing the children's bread. Nancy Dufresne's book, Daily Healing Bread from God's Table, contains daily portions of healing bread for you to feast on and meditate on in your thought life throughout the day. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. If you need prayer, please call our prayer line. We have trained ministers on staff who are ready to agree with you for your miracle. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DeframeMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.